Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, welcome into the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. We're talking lacrosse today with, first off, the uh, Waukesha Lacrosse Club, WLC. You can go to waukeshalacrosseclub.com for more information. Carla Miller, she's Director of Marketing and Communications. Uh, how are you, Carla? Good. Man, thanks for coming in. You're welcome. We talked for a while a couple of times on the phone, and, and, and I appreciate your willingness to, to come in. And Steve Fordham who's the uh, president of Waukesha Lacrosse. Steve, how you been? This is Ken. Hey, Ken, how you been? Good. <laughs> you know what? There's there's eight of us or something, so that's great. Steve's going to talk girls lacrosse. Correct. We're going to have him next with uh, with Mary uh, DiGiacomo. I'm going to get that thing. She's with the Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Association. And then we've got two young guys here. And I'm interested to talk to Alex and, and Luke, both lacrosse players, and we're going to get to them either in the second or third segment. Um, Carla, let's talk a little bit about the Waukesha Lacrosse Club and how long you've been a part of this and, and how you got involved with it. Um, we got involved with it um, in 2008, actually 2007, when um, Lori Belmer and Lynn Rogers, um, their boys wanted to play lacrosse. Okay. And they're both hockey players, and they came to the youth hockey, uh, Waukesha Youth Hockey Association um, registration, and they had a table. And my uh, older son at the time was like, hey, I want to try that. So he's been play- he started playing in eighth grade in 2008, and that was our first season. How much did you know about lacrosse before that? Nothing. Zero. Nothing. That's awesome. And, and the fact now that you're fully invested in this club and helping this club grow I think is really cool. Uh, well done on that. Ken, you're the, the head uh, coach at Waukesha West, correct? Uh, correct. How good was the McCudden kid? He was good. He was good. Tommy, right? Yeah. Tommy yeah. was a very good face-off guy. Yeah. Tough yeah. kid. Tough. I, I, I coached his dad uh, on the east side of Milwaukee. I coached him, and, and we've been friends for a long time, uh, the McCudden family. And I know that Tommy, he loved playing football, but look, he had a passion for lacrosse. And uh, he's talking about it, and he'd say, why don't you guys do – he wanted me to figure out how to do the Thursday Night Lights High School football game of the week to do that in lacrosse. And I said – I. Look, I'm just a sideline reporter. You're talking to me about something way above my pay grade. Can I ask you how long you've been coaching? Um, going on 10 years. And did you play lacrosse? No. And how did I you got, get involved in it? Um, my son. Okay. Who um, started in fifth grade. So I, at the time, <clears throat> with a couple other gentlemen, were coaching youth football. Okay. And because we all could coach together and got along as coaches and all of our kids also were starting and wanted to play lacrosse, the uh, Waukesha lacrosse just kind of deemed us as lacrosse coaches. 
man. And we started off when they were in fifth grade, and we worked with that group all the way up. And when they jumped to high school, I was going to stay down at youth, and high school needed help, so I followed them right up and stayed how, there. How long did it take you? Look, I've been a basketball coach. This will be my 36th year. I think this is this is about it. I, I, and my wife right now is rolling her eyes because I've said this before, but but I think this is enough. And I've been doing it for so long that if I looked back at when I started doing it, I went to a lot of clinics, went to a lot of camps. I called coaches, um, couldn't go online back then, but could read a lot of books about, you know, different philosophies. And, and you can read all you want, but until you start doing it, and I'm sure you'd agree with this, you, you never get a, you wouldn't get a feel for it by reading and going to clinics and camps. How long did it take you one, to kind of start to get your philosophy on how you coach, and two, to fall in love with the sport? Um, falling in love with the sport probably was almost as quick as my son did. I mean, uh, what I see the sport doing for some of the athletes and the, the combination of the multiple sports that feed into lacrosse, you've got, I mean, basketball the way they have to guard the net we've got um, soccer we've got uh, you know to a point even football rugby I mean hockey hockey huge it it all kind of blends right in so uh, falling in love with the sport was easy you know looking at the two boys that are here that we're going to talk to um, Alex and, and Luke they don't look like tough kids to me but they have to be tough to play this sport it's a t- it's a it's a sport that you have to be physically fit and you have to be fairly tough to play because it's physical, and I get a chance I watch it because if it's on ESPN and there's college lacrosse and there's some great players out east and I think that's probably where it's the hottest. Would you agree with that? By the way, yeah, the East Coast is still kind of the hotbed, but it is growing so fast in the Midwest that. Um, I mean, I think for a while between Wisconsin and Minnesota, we were the fastest two growing states in the nation for the sport. Wow. Um, we've got kids coming out. We we had a, I mean, two years ago, or yeah, two years ago, we had a senior come out for the first time ever. Really? He knew some guys on the team. He came out. He wanted to just play. Yeah. He knew he would be on JV. Didn't bother him. Just wanted, wanted to, to play. play. Wanted to get a feel for for yeah. what it was. But it is a very physical sport. It is physical. And these guys are shaking their heads over there. Mm-hmm. Hockey, yeah, football, and and lacrosse. These wrestling. Do you get a lot of wrestlers that play? I would like to see more. You would, yeah. But Is yeah. it hard to get kids to come out at the high school level if they hadn't, if they have not played through the Waukesha Lacrosse Club? So if they haven't tried it by their freshman year, have you, for the most part, lost them? No, no. Um, well, I hope we haven't. If they if they think that, um, that's wrong. Because, I mean, some of these guys pick the game up very fast. We've had some guys come out with no previous experience, no hockey experience. Um, it's very easy for us to take a hockey player and make a lacrosse player. They've got hand-eye coordination right. that some other sports don't have. Um, but and, and we can take anybody at any stage of their high school career, and we can easily find a spot for them on the field. Hey, Carla, when we're doing some research for the show, and, and if you go again, if you go to their website – and, and you can certainly look at, at the Waukesha uh, Lacrosse Club. It's waukeshalacrosseclub.com. But the mission statement, primary goal of WLC, which is uh, Waukesha 
Lacrosse Club is to develop a positive environment where athletes are able to learn and develop skills needed to play competitive lacrosse. That's kind of the mission statement of this club. And, and again, doing what, what, what you do, and again, Carla Miller is the Director of Marketing and Communications. I think it's important, and, and if you go online, you can read the whole paragraph on, on what their mission and, and kind of the soul of who this club is on that, in, that, in that paragraph. But it seems to me like what you guys are trying to develop is, is kids that have a positive experience and will fall in love with the sport to play at the next level at Waukesha West or within the Waukesha area, correct? Correct. We draw, we draw from kids, our whole school district. Okay. So our, our program for our youth is open to um, kids attending boys and girls. We have boys and girls lacrosse. Um, if you reside or go to a school in the district. Um, and then our high school teams are Waukesha North, Waukesha West, and Waukesha South co-op programs. And the girls also have some Catholic Memorial players. So does does the three high schools co-op together? Yes. yes. Did you, did you envision a day down the road where they'll where each school have an individual lacrosse team? I think it'll be a long ways down the road. Okay. But how, how it, many would, kids, it would be great to see it happen. How many kids do you need in a program for a school to say, okay, we're we're a standalone program? Um. We would we would like to have between twenty two and twenty five players per team. Okay. So twenty five on JV, twenty five on varsity, or more. So if you if you could get to a point at Waukeshaw West where you had consistently fifty kids, sixty kids saying I'm, I'm going to play lacrosse, that would be a number that you could say, okay, you know what, Waukesha North and South, you guys are going to continue to co op. Man, we're going to be a standalone. I don't know if the I don't know if it would ever go there with the way we're structured and set up, but you know, as the sport continues to grow, right? Um, it would it would be interesting to see if it can get to that point. How Carla? How are the numbers in the youth club? Is, are you guys doing pretty well with 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 kids wanting to play it at young ages? Um, it's honestly been a challenge. <clears throat> um, I think getting the word out is difficult about lacrosse. Um, it's it's been a challenge. Um, last year we had 66 boys who played, youth boys. Okay. Um, we had um, 39 girls that played. See, for so, me, for me, that sounds good. That sounds like that. Those are good numbers. But yeah, you you would like more, I guess. From the whole Waukesha area, um, you you should you you hope to get to get more. What is the challenging part to get kids to try lacrosse, coach? What what's the hardest part? Because they're so used to baseball, basketball, football. Um, I think so, a little bit. And just to know that it's there and that there are opportunities to get out and, and find a, a, you know, a clinic, whether it's something that we're running or there's multiple other clinics in the Waukesha County area that pop up here and there. It's, it's just getting the word, whether it's back in through the school district, that these things, that these opportunities are out there for them. Right. Um, and, you know, and even educating the parents a little bit that this sport is out there. And if the parents don't really understand what the sport is, then the kids don't get a chance to try it. Yeah. Because um, we, I, look, I was a baseball, basketball, football guy. You know, that's what we did. In the summers on the east side of Milwaukee, we'd go to Bartlett Avenue Playground and we'd play baseball, basketball, football. So the lacrosse part, nobody ever, I'd never heard of it, to be honest with you. Growing up, and I don't know where it was, and then but out east, 
you would see things on TV all the time, and I'd be like, what is that? Had no idea. That was never an option for me growing up. And that's why the second segment, we're going to get to a break here in a minute, but I'm going to bring in Alex Miller, your son, who's a junior, and Luke Schrodel? Schrodel. Schrodel. I was close, senior at Waukesha West, because I want to talk to them about how they got involved and, and the love that they have for the sport. And if they would t- could talk to kids in third and fourth grade, what they would say to them to get them to come play. Because you know what? Those kids, and, and I think like your son, he saw his older brother play. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to play. And so if kids come out and watch these guys play, you know, can we get those kids then to want to be these guys? So they were our on our first third, fourth grade team. They, Luke these and two Alex were. were both on our very first third, fourth grade team when we started it. We're going to talk to them on the other side. I'm going to bring you guys back to the final segment. Um, the third segment, uh, we will uh, we will talk with who I already introduced, uh, Steve Fordham and uh, Mary DiGiacomo. She is with uh, Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Association. They're going to talk more girls um, lacrosse. At 9.30 for a couple minutes, we're going to reach out to Kyle Beyer. He's a pharmacy practice coordinator for Roundies uh, and Pick and Save. And Look, they, they do a ton of stuff with what I do, and I want to thank them because they're a great partner. And we got to start talking about getting flu shots. And Kyle's going to come on the, the air for a couple of minutes to, to talk a little bit about getting your flu shots at your local pick-and-save store, along with that new Metro Market out in the Waukesha area, which is a beautiful store if you've not been there. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan and Mike McGivern. We're talking lacrosse today. High school lacrosse, youth lacrosse with uh, people from the Waukesha Lacrosse Club. And uh, next segment, we're going to talk with uh, with Mary. She's with the Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Association. Now joined by by two high school kids from Waukesha West, I believe, right? Both? Uh, north? Luke's from north. I'm from, uh, Luke's I'm, from west. I'm from west. He's from <laughs> north. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right, that's awesome. Alex Miller, he is a junior at Waukesha North, and uh, Luke Schradel, he's a senior at Waukesha West. It's nice to meet you guys. Hey, Luke, I'm going to start with you. How did you learn about lacrosse? And and you started at an early age. Do you have do you have brothers that played, or did you just like fall into it? No, I'm the first generation kid in my family. Um, I definitely hope there's more of my family, and yeah. um, definitely I heard about it. I went to a meeting. Um, in elementary school, I heard about it. My mom heard about it. I heard there was pads. I heard there was hitting, and that's where it came to me right there. Perfect, right? That's good. That was a good combination for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you fall in love with it right away? Was it something that 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 when you played that first year, did you go like, man, this is I, I'm gonna keep playing this? Um, it took me until about fifth grade okay. when I started getting good and you started getting the stick skills and you started really understanding the game, that's when you start to get the love for the game, in my opinion. What position do you play? I play attack. So attack. So you're the you're the guy that scores goals, <laughs> yep. right? That, yep. And and you like that part of it, definitely. Um, what I if for people that have never played like myself, but watch it, I don't know if TV does it justice with how physical the sport is, but it's a pretty physical sport. You'll be a tough kid to play, right? Yeah, you're definitely putting your body on the line a lot of times. Different. Um, the other thing that I noticed is your stick. Your stick is a different size than somebody playing defense. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. So theirs is longer. Yep. 
And th- what I don't understand is they can whack you a little bit with that. Oh, thing. yeah, definitely. And that's legal. Yep. As Because you, you're trying to knock the ball out. Is that correct? Correct. As long as you're not making contact with the head, I'm also an official um, certified. I'm doing a lot of officiating. So it's good to see that side of the game as well. Hey, Alex, you uh, talking to your mom, you watched your older brother play. Yeah. And said, oh, that, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, well, I remember when he was in eighth grade. Like, that's when I got my first stick, too. Yeah. Um, and I just spent countless hours in the backyard tossing that's, the ball around. That's and what just, your, mo- your mom told me that. Yeah. She said that you spent a lot of time wanting to play. Yeah. And to, and to be him. You also play hockey. Yeah. So the st- when you talk about getting good with the stick, is it is it is it similar to playing hockey? Um, well, for like forwards and defense in hockey, yeah. But I mean, I'm a goalie, so it's a little bit more, like it's a little different than playing like forward or defense. But it's like the hand eye coordination is still. You're a goalie in which sport? Hockey, not and, in lacrosse. Um, I might play goalie this year in lacrosse, but I'm still kind of undecided about it. Now again, just being somebody that watches on TV, I, I'm I don't think I'd play goalie in that sport. That ball <laughs> yeah. is hard and it comes quick, right? I mean, yep. I played goalie for a tournament this summer and I took a couple balls to the like the knees and yeah. like, I took one to the top of the foot. That one hurt, but yeah, was, I mean, really, your adrenaline's rushing so much, you just kind of you just playing. play, yeah. How much do you guys, um, when you play for the Waukesha Lacrosse Club, I think it's interesting that you guys go to separate high schools. In today's day and age, man, we don't, you know, if you go to West, you're not dealing with a kid from North. You go North, you're not dealing with a kid from South. I like the fact that you guys play on the same team. Um, do, is this a travel team? Do you guys go about, or do you pretty much stay in this area to play? Um, we went as far up as Appleton. Okay. Um, we haven't traveled too much out of the state. I don't think we have in a while. Okay. Yeah, a lot is there is there a team that you guys see that that you don't like much and that's your that's kind of who uh who you want to play in the finals of a tournament? You know, for for instance, if it's a crosstown rival, we did Thursday night um Thursday night lights high school football game of the week. It was in Kenosha Indian Trail against Kenosha Bradford. So they circle that. Game. I mean, that's a rivalry game. Is there a club that you guys compete against a lot that you like to beat? Um, we certainly circle the CMH game. They're a cross-town rival. We play for a traveling trophy. We actually play for the Waukesha Shovel. Um, it's this painted shovel. It's a real interesting thing. It's awesome to play for that every year. It's definitely an exciting atmosphere with that. Who uh, who has it right now? CMH currently has it. They won it last year. Do you guys uh, you guys get them again this year? Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. And you're going to take it back? Yeah. Hopefully that's what Hopefully. the plan is. Let's hope that is. What is the season for for you guys? When do you play? Uh, we start in early March and it goes until June. So, and when do you guys start practicing? April or not? I, 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 February month before something like that. Are you guys getting together now at all? Um, we do have a fall ball league that we get together with, and we, certain guys play on certain travel teams. I play for Team Wisconsin, so we go and travel all summer, all fall. Um, so that's a big experience thing for lots of guys that are starting to get good at the game. So you you were a multi-sport athlete, but yep. you're now focused. Did you see yourself playing at the next level? Uh, definitely, yep. Do you, do you, and I don't know enough about lacrosse. Is there Division three lacrosse, Division two, 
Division One, obviously that I've seen. But is is there lacrosse at all different levels at the in college? Yep, there's Division Three, Division Two, II, Division One. Um, I'm looking at a lot of Division Two schools right now, a lot of Division Three schools. So it's go- cool going through the recruiting process. If if you could go, Luke, if you could say, look, if I said you can go to any school you want in the country to play lacrosse, where would you go? <sighs> See, that's a tough question. I don't know. I definitely want to go somewhere that is focused on school. Uh, lacrosse no. obviously is a certain gateway to school. Um, but I'd say maybe North Carolina, Duke, those are the big two programs. Those are the two big ones right there. Alex, how about you? Do you see yourself playing hockey next level or um, lacrosse, something like that? I don't know. It's uh, This year is going to be telling me a lot right. for sports. So and you know what? And and maybe it's, hey, you want to be a really good high school athlete yeah. and then you know do whatever you want to do after high school and, and you, you've gotten what you needed out of, out of playing sports. I, look, as you heard that first segment, I've coached basketball for a long time, and I do all of our high school and, and youth sports stuff here, and people ask me a lot, why do you spend, you know, you, you never get a Saturday off, You're, you Friday night, Thursday night, why do you do all this? I think there's something so pure about high school athletics and what you guys are doing. I love the fact, you guys are buddies, right? Yeah. I mean, you can see each other, you can be with all your buddies from your high school and see him with all his buddies and wave and go go over and talk to you, to each other. And and somebody says, well, what are you talking to that kid for? He doesn't go to our school. Well, we play play lacrosse together, right? What? So what position do you play in lacrosse? Um, The last few years I've been playing attack and midfielder mostly. Okay. So do you guys pass to each other? Is that what it is? So <laughs> as a midfielder, you want to set him up, right? Yeah, I mean... Last high school season, I mainly played attack, too. But Okay. Who scored more goals last year? He did. He did? Yeah. Look at him smiling. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's no doubt Luke scored more? No, no you, doubt. Are you a finisher? You um, can finish around the net a little bit? Say that. Some of that, yeah. When when you look to score, look, it's similar to, to hockey. I mean, you can you can go in, in, in this hole or that hole up high, down low. Do you have do you have something that your specialty had to do? Is it just that you you can you can bring it a little bit harder than most or what? Um, I like going behind the net. That's something that's really cool about lacrosse. You can play behind the net. Um, so dodging from behind the net, taking guys behind the net, and looking for openings in the defense. What before we get to a break? What makes a good lacrosse player to to to, to you? Guys that you play against, guys that play defense against you, Alex. What makes a good defensive player in lacrosse? Um, just not giving you enough time or room to make, you know, good decisions with the ball. Like, especially, like, I noticed mainly in the summer leagues when you're playing teams from, like, Minnesota and Illinois, um, the teams that really do good are the teams that don't give you the time or the room. They, they, they come put a lot of pressure on yeah. you? How, same question for you. Um, I'd definitely say guys with great footwork on defense. Uh, that determines a lot of how great of a defender you are and your stick skills and athleticism. Do you know early on when you're playing against because teams will play man to man or they'll play zone, correct? Correct. Similar to, to if they're playing man to man, how early in the contest do you know that you might be better than this kid and you start figuring out how to set him up? I think you know right away once you touch the ball and you start going the first time and you really see what his footwork like is and what his athleticism level is and you start really going and going at it. Nobody talks smack in lacrosse though, right? Um a little bit. Yeah. Tiny bit. I hope so. I hope so because you know what? It it, it is a phys- physical sport, and and they're checking you and hitting you a little bit. Um, this is awesome. He is uh, Alex Miller. He is a junior at Waukesha North, and and Luke Schrader. Schrader. Man, I got it. Luke Schrader. I apologize, Luke. Senior at Waukesha West. 
We're going to get to a break, guys. Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. And I love the fact that you started at an early age, stuck with it, and now you're looking to, to possibly play at the next level. And, and I think that's really cool. Other side of the break, we're first going to talk to Kyle Beyer. He is uh, the pharmacy practice coordinator with Pick and Save. They're actually coming into Intercom in, in, uh, in a few days, and they offer Intercom employees uh, flu shots. And I get one. I don't like needles a whole lot, but I'll get this one done. We're going to talk to him a little bit, and then we'll talk to Steve Fordham, who is the president of Waukesha Lacrosse, um, and and Mary DiGiacomo. She is with the Milwaukee Area uh, Youth Lacrosse Association. We're going to talk girls lacrosse on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, trying to reach out to Kyle Byer from uh, Pick and Save, and uh, we've left him a message. When we get a hold of him, and we will talk to him and thank him a little bit for everything Pick and Save does for for the shows that I do. Uh, the your local Pick and Save store does an unbelievable job as a partner with me with the youth sports show and the high school sports show and a lot of the different things that we do, including stuff the bus which is a great event on our sister station, WMYX, coming up. And I'm going to reach out to, to Kyle again here in a couple of minutes. Uh, in Before that, in studio, we're talking a lot about uh, Waukesha Lacrosse Club. We're also going to talk a little bit about Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Association. Uh, Mary DiGiacomo is, is here, and then Steve Fordham, who's the president of the Waukesha uh, Lacrosse. Mary, it's nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice yeah, to meet you. You bet. Steve, it's good to meet you. I've Thanks. already introduced you. I just had the wrong guy. Yeah, it's, it happens when you're my age, man. Don't No worries with that. Steve, let's talk about um, girls lacrosse, different rules than boys lacrosse, correct? You're right. There's there's different rules. There's a little bit different equipment. Um, so it's, it's a different game altogether. In general, if people were to, if you need to boil it down, I would compare boys lacrosse is closer to hockey. I would say girls lacrosse is closer to girls basketball. Really, um, numbers-wise, do you guys get is, is the number of girls playing in the Waukesha area for lacrosse to, um, not as big as boys, correct? It, um, it, it's not, uh, although I will tell you that at the high school level, it's very, very comparable. Um, so kind of as it grows, it, it, it's growing in the right direction, and they have solid varsity and JV teams on both boys and girls' sides. Did you find that it's interesting because, you know, each week I talk to a different youth sports organization, and a lot outside of talking to, to, about volleyball, a lot of the other sports say, look, club volleyball is taking kids from from what we do because they're they're expecting girls to play 12 months or 10 months out of the year. Who do you compete with to get girls to play? Um, from a girl's perspective, I would say there is some volleyball, but actually the biggest um, p- push-pull is with girls' basketball. It is. Um, I think that's in large part because the high school coaches in Waukesha were girls' basketball coaches. So they have conduits in there, and they're able to they coordinate well with the basketball coaches. Hey, Mary, let's talk about uh, Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Association. What, what do you do for them? Currently, I am the secretary. You are. I have many different hats. Yeah, I, bet, I I have a feeling that that in lacrosse right now, everybody's wearing a ton of hats. Just because you know it's it's relatively new and it's trying to grow, and once it gets to be as big as football, or I guess as big as football, 
you'll have a lot more people that can wear a single hat. Um, how long have you been with, with Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse? I started getting involved in lacrosse back in 2005 and almost immediately got involved with the league because as I wanted to learn about the game and start a program in my own community, um, that was my the conduit of information, and those were the people that helped me start programs. Why did you get involved with it? My sons. Yeah, my my sons saw an advertisement something? for lessons at the local ho- ice rink and yeah. um, said, he, call and sign me up for lessons. He's a hockey kid? No. No, no he, he didn't play at, hockey. He was just at the school hockey rink and saw the— what's, What school? Arrowhead High School. Really? That's awesome. Well, How did you get involved? My daughter started playing when she was a freshman in really? high school. So the question that I had um, early on, can, can, can you not have somebody play through the youth program? Look, in basketball, if you've never played and you go out as a freshman, it's going to be a tough putt. It's going to be tough to make that team because you've never, you've never played in fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Kids are starting in third and second grade now. But in lacrosse, if you're a good athlete, you get, there's a place for you. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, my daughter started when she was a freshman, and she's now playing collegiately. Where does um, she play? She plays at Carroll College, so Division Three. So I, awesome. I get to see her her home games, right? So it's great. But um, you know, she played as much as she wanted to on because there's club teams around for lacrosse, and she could literally play virtually all year if she wanted to, and she did. That's what. That's what. That's what her passion. You was. enjoy watching her play. I, I do. Um, I have to be quiet, but I I do enjoy watching her play. What year is she? She is a freshman this year. So enjoy this because, you know, what? I coached my son in basketball at Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls, and he went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College, so 45 minutes from here, and I got to watch him play, and it went quick. And when it ended, it was painful. It was, And my wife and I never sat next to each other during one of his games because she said I didn't cheer correctly. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What do you mean I don't cheer correctly? Um, hey, can we talk about the, the numbers with the Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Association is that the umbrella for all this, or are you guys two separate clubs? The Milwaukee Area Youth, youth Lacrosse Association is the league that is in southeastern Wisconsin for youth lacrosse. So we then walk started us out. out in 2001, and it was high school and youth together. Okay. And in 2011, high school broke off and became the Classic 8 Conference. And then MELA is our acronym. We stayed as the Youth Lacrosse League. So does, does Walkshaw play within that league? Yes. Okay. Right. How many other te- how many other schools are in the the, the in Mela? Mela, um, mo- we do have some school programs. Um, University School of Milwaukee has a program, and but most of them are club teams. And we have currently about thirteen programs, and we are expecting a few more to come on in this next year. Okay. Um, we've had almost almost two thousand kids participating last year at the youth level. That's third through eighth grade. That's a, that's a big number, right? That's huge. That's huge. It has been growing just like crazy. Man, that's got to make you smile. It is. It's fun. So kids, do, do you, at that age, do you compete then with you soccer to get kids to come play, or can they play both? It's a spring sport. I think the biggest conflict that we have is it does conflict with soccer in the spring, and it also conflicts with baseball. Yeah. And baseball numbers are, are a little bit stagnant. Um, for the people that I have ta- talking baseball uh, that come into this this uh, this show, but they, their numbers are are kind of staying flat right now with a lot of kids playing. But there's a lot as a parent, there's a lot to choose from to get kids involved, and you don't want to get them too over the summer. You don't want them practicing something, you know, five six nights a week. So you want to kind of pick and choose. Um, 
Do you find, Steve, that when you, when you when you get somebody to play lacrosse, that you have them? I mean, you, they, they they get they get they fall in love with it and they stick with it. Or I worked in the soccer game and they talked about this explosion. I worked for the I was the director of sales and marketing for the Wave and the Rampage. And I was general manager for an indoor soccer team down in Chicago, and they kept talking about the soccer explosion. There, there's not a soccer explosion. Youth, the, all these kids play when they're little, and as they get older, it drops down and down and down. And so I'm wondering, with with lacrosse, when they start that age, like the two kids that we just had on, do they normally stick with it? Uh, my experience, and, and I have a, a boy player and a girl player, my experience has been that, by and large, while there's always a, a, a rate where some, there's some drop-off, it's very little. I mean, by and large, once they start playing, they really enjoy it. Um and they stick with it for all the way through high school. Mary, that number for Mela, um, can, can we talk a little bit about what area you have? Who's Do you go to, to Racine? Do you go? There's a team in Kenosha. Okay. So um, I can list all of the teams if and programs would, and communities. Um, we have Brookfield, Franklin, Kenosha, Lake Country, which is the Heartland Arrowhead area, Maquanago, mm-hmm. Oconomowoc, Ozaki, Shorewood, Tri-City, which is in the the um, Oak, Oak Creek area. Okay. Waukesha, Wauwatosa, West Bend, and we're adding Elkhorn. Wow. That's really good. Is that And that's boys and girls? Boys and girls. What is the, what, what, what's the five-year plan? If, if you look ahead and say, look, five years from now, we have to, we're 2,000 kids right now. If we can get to, is there a number that you have in mind? No, no limit. We'll keep growing. You keep we'll, growing? We'll keep adding more communities. Um, we're very interested in growing this sport. Recently, there was a clinic just um, last weekend, I believe, down at the Journey House Fields that was put on. The U.S. Lacrosse, the national organization, came in, and along with Pep Nation, they partnered together, and they were trying to actually grow the game in the city of Milwaukee. Wow. And they had about 50 students, equal boys and girls out there, and they're hoping to have some spring teams as well. So that's really exciting news. It is really exciting. Thank you for coming in. I, I'm going to ask you to stay uh, for the last segment, and we're going to bring Carla back and, and Ken back. And uh, thank you so much. If people have want more information on Mela, where would they go? MilwaukeeYouthLacrosse.com. MilwaukeeYouthLacrosse.com. Any questions, give Mary a call. You know what? She will answer your questions, and if she doesn't know, she'll find somebody that can exactly. answer. Uh, she is married uh, to Giacomo. I was good on that one, right? You were. Yeah, thank you so much. Again, you can go to MilwaukeeYouthLacrosse.com. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll bring back Carla and Ken. I have a few more questions for Steve, so I'm going to ask him to stay. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking lacrosse, youth lacrosse, some high school lacrosse. Uh, Carla Miller is the director of marketing and communications with the Waukesha Lacrosse Club, and Ken Dixon is the coach at Waukesha West High School. And Steve Fordham, he's the president of the Waukesha Lacrosse uh, Club. You can go to WaukeshaLacrosseClub.com for more information. Carla, before we get to a couple more questions on your club. During the break, we talked a lot about how this isn't done without the help of volunteers and, and people that really care about your organization. Correct. Um, we have an all-volunteer board. Um, we have our 
um, coaches are volunteers. Um, most of the time, they're dads who have not played lacrosse, Great. Um, like Ken, and uh, they just their kids want to play lacrosse, and they've coached other sports, so why not coach? I mean, my husband got involved in coaching when my son was my older son was in eighth grade. Um, the coach Glenn Chadwick at the time of the seventh eighth, eighth grade team, the coach said, "You're coming to practices. I know you can coach." You're helping. You're not going to sit in the stands. You're going to help coach. So then he coached, helped coach in eighth grade. He coached um, my son in uh, JV and then moved up to varsity yeah. and then started the third, fourth grade team when Luke and Alex started. Um, Can so I say something I, about those two real quick? Sure. You know, I get a chance. I deal with high school um, student athletes a lot in, in what I do here and in, in coaching. You did a wonderful job with young Alex and, and Luke Schradle, what a, these, these two kids, she look me right in the eye, shake hands. How you doing? Thanks for having us. This kind of stuff. And if that's, if that's how lacrosse kids are normally, how they're being taught to, to interact with adults and say, thank you. And look you in the eye guys done. You've done well. These are really two nice kids, man. Great ambassadors for this sport. And I appreciate you bringing them in. Yeah. And I, my older son, played at Augustana College and okay. um, I mean it's provided great opportunities for him yeah great friendships and I think Ken will say the same thing Steve will say the same thing Mary would say the same thing for her sons and um, I know other man other girls parents of girls would say the exact same thing you know guys I I think it's important that kids understand it's not a right to play sports it's a privilege and you earn the privilege by being a good kid by taking care of your business in the classroom Things like that. So it's, it always makes me feel better. You turn on the news and you hear all this. All you hear is bad stuff. And then I get a chance to sit and talk to Alex and Luke for 15 minutes. And I feel better about w w what's going on. I, I just do. Hey, um, Ken, we, we had talked a little bit about, you know, playing and, and keeping kids. The, the difference between girls and boys is so different that you, you coach boys. could you, to, to cross over and do a girls team would be very difficult, right? Uh, correct. Uh, the, the the game is played so differently. The rules are different. The number of players on the field is different. Is the field, the size different? Yes. It is. Smaller on the girls' side? Bigger? Bigger. It's bigger. With less players or more players? More on, players. More, more players. players. Yeah. So if you're trying to run a girls' program, you, you need how many how many girls play at a time? How many girls on the field? Uh, there's 12 Okay. Um, so basically, the, the numbers are kind of sort of the same. I mean, if you have 25 people, um, that's a pretty solid team, boys or girls, I would say. Okay. Um, that gives you rotations in and out and make sure everybody's getting some playing time without getting exhausted. Some of the positions take a lot of running. Some of the positions take a lot less running. So it kind of depends how you you're, the makeup of your team. The the girls that, that play – is it more a social event for them? Is it? I mean, your daughter's playing the college level, so it's it's. She got serious with it. Yeah, she right. Just just like any sport, you can take it to whatever level you want. Yeah. Um, so, frankly, there are high school boys who take it as a social event and enjoy it. Right. Um, but but I would say once they hit the between the just like boys football, right? Once once you're between the lines, they take it seriously. What what year is your son? My son is a junior. In College or high school? Oh, he's in high school still. Who's a better player, him or your daughter? 
Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Carl's like, no, that, that's, don't, don't you say. dare answer that. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're, nobody's listening. Well, well, so, so, yeah, they're not. So, uh, so the, the reality is that because of the equipment differences, my daughter's stick skills are far better than my son's. My son is far faster and overall a better athlete. Right. But her stick skills crush his. What high school does your son go to? He goes to Waukesha West, so he plays uh, for Ken. Okay. Does he like that experience? Or are you in the crowd yelling at Ken? By the way, are you the one that that we keep hearing uh, about? <laughs> I would not be that. I have been given strict instructions by both children to be quiet during games. So I follow. I always do what I'm told. Does he always do what he's told, Coach yes. Dixon? <laughs> I, you know, I would actually say that uh, overall, we have an outstanding group of parents. Um, they step up. They volunteer when they need to. Um, I, I've had I've had dads volunteer to come to practice and just shag balls for us so we can keep things moving quicker. I uh, love that. Kind of kind of that same thing. They figure they're there, hey, so why not? Ken, do you like, you're the head coach at Waukesha West? Are you how much are you involved with the Waukesha Lacrosse Club on the youth side? Um, we're still. I mean, even though we're high school and we're youth, we're still Waukesha Lacrosse Club. Okay. Um, so we are still one club. We have one board. Um, I, you know, a, as a high school coach, I'm, um, you know, I have to report to the athletic director right. at, at the high school. But it's we're we're, we're a club team. Do, um, do I'm, you, I'm actually probably going to be coaching down at the youth level next year. Really? Yeah. Did you want the you kind of like in football where the high school coach dictates a little bit what the what they're running? You know, as a basketball coach, you want your youth program to run what you run at the high school level. Did you want the the youth in the in, in you want the coaches to run similar to what you run? Um, yes, um, to whatever level they can run it. Um, like every youth program, you keep adding more every year. You keep building on what you're sure. trying to do. Um, but look, lacrosse is a is a game of quite often attempt to run the play like hockey and if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen because it's also fast paced then you, you just keep play. you just keep playing you just keep moving the ball around hey um real quick if i can ask carla as the director of marketing and communications for the walk shell lacrosse club what keeps you up at night um passing the torch i've been involved for so long yeah that i want to make sure that over the next two years we get parents stepping up to run registration to run the website um and we get coaches to coach the youth and we continue to grow the program i mean we ran on last year i ran the volunteer numbers we had 829 volunteer slots between the four groups uh 214 for youth boys 108 for youth girls 222 for high school boys and 285 for high school girls that's a lot of that's a lot that's a lot of manpower and i mean that it's not only for our club but that goes for any other high school team, youth team, any club that's out there. Um, Steve, real quick, president of uh, Waxhaw, what keeps you up at night? Same same stuff? Well, yeah, to be honest with you, Carla kind of runs runs that show, so I, I'm comfortable letting her worry about that. You better find She so said for, pass yeah. the torch. She, she said two years, so you better get moving. I know. Here. I hear that. So so for me, it, it it's kind of the big picture organizational stuff. How do we make sure that it's set up? So that when we do have the volunteers to come in, that they feel um, uh, ready to go. Guys, I really appreciate this. This hour goes really quick. And I learned a lot about Mela from, from Mary. Learned a lot about the Waukesha Lacrosse Club. Is it, can kids still sign up? 
registration if kids have interest? Um, our reg typically registration for spring starts around this time. Okay. Um, ours should be opening up in November. We currently have our trial across clinic, which is our registration is open. And that's for new kids in Waukesha who want to try it. WaukeshaLacrosseClub.com. One word, WaukeshaLacrosseClub.com. Or you can, uh, if you want to look into what Mary's doing, it's MilwaukeeYouthLacrosse.com. Guys, thanks a lot. I really appreciate your time today. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.